Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, Nick and I discuss Redfall previews. We also talk about the PlayStation Portable rumors and the Street Fighter and Mario movies. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. And it's another great week, another great episode. Episode 60, man. Who would have thunk it? 6-0. Yeah, I mean... Every milestone, every 10 episodes we hit, I feel like, yeah, unbelievable. I can't believe it. <laughs> and it's not until I like publish the content on YouTube where I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. We're only getting stronger. Big milestone. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a rare sight. And obviously like <laughs> 60 of these things online <laughs> for people to see and hear. So it's scary. So, well, scary, but super proud because we're, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, quick reminder, if you don't, please follow us on Discord, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on YouTube, and Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening or watching this podcast. It helps us out to kind of see uh, who's out there, who's listening, who's subscribed, and uh, definitely helps us out as well in kind of bringing content to you. You know, we want to make sure you guys are interested in what we're saying and uh, you're enjoying it. So please make sure to follow us wherever you're are listening or viewing this. And, and what's the name of our website again? Pressing buttons. Pressingbuttons.gg. Okay, that wasn't a straight question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I almost said pressing buttons GG. And it's just if it's, you were gonna say pushing buttons, I might have I was I'm, I'm over that. I man. Have, that was I the original title okay. and it didn't work because it was already taken. But uh no it, it what it is is like all of our social media and stuff, it's usually pressing buttons GG. So I had like a Blank attack was like pressingbuttonsgg.com. No, it's just pressingbuttons.gg is our main website. There you can uh, get the links to wherever we're available and also, uh, you know, get, get uh, listen to the podcast directly or anything like that. You can leave some comments. You can leave some reviews. So pressingbuttons.gg if you don't know where to go and it'll take you there. That's right. right. That's it. That's it for the intro. Uh, we're going to move right on into some video game news. First thing we want to talk about is some Redfall gameplay. A lot of uh, people, not us, because we're not there yet, uh, have been getting some preview builds for Redfall. It's the next big title from uh, Microsoft, one of their uh, first-party titles that they've been pushing a lot, especially after the acquisition of uh, Bethesda. Um, it's something that they've been pushing, obviously, because it's multiplayer. Um, they don't really have a lot of AAA titles that they can offer. Um, especially for the year, I know they did the the big showcase at the beginning of the year, showing Half-Life Rush and Minecraft and and such other things that were coming in the future. But this is the next big thing, and obviously, um, we're always on the lookout for something that's multiplayer related, something that we can play with our friends, uh, because usually that's the best way to play. It's just it just has to be engaging enough. But like I said, uh, Redfall has been getting some preview gameplays. A lot of outlets have been playing it, giving their reviews. We've been getting a lot of feedback. It seems to be really playing really well um, in terms of single player, but not so much multiplayer. Obviously, it's made by Arcane, part of Bethesda Studios and Microsoft Studios, who have worked on uh, Deathloop, have worked on Dishonored, have worked on Prey. Um, they're always well known for making like a good story element and also the, the gameplay elements. But a lot of the previews have been saying that the multiplayer part of it is not up to par i would say in terms of how fun it is how it looks how it plays which is weird because it's hard to have that disconnect from single player to multiplayer but 
you know, they still have about a month, I would say, before the full game releases. So maybe they can patch a couple things up. Um, what have you been seeing on the internet? What have you been uh, watching? It's been interesting. So there's been a lot of um, single player impressions and a lot of written impressions around that. And I think it's generally been pretty positive where people are like, oh, this is this is great. It's you know better than they expected. Uh, so from my perspective, it was looking to be like, it's, it's all going to be great when it launches. Then I saw uh, specifically it was an IGN video uh, showcasing the multiplayer. <laughs> like I don't, uh, and I don't, I don't think you've seen this video. No, right? no, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. I've been trying to keep away, keep my mind fresh. So I yeah. Experience it. So you know, I guess the, the TLDR is like maybe this ends up being just like a good single, single player, player experience, which is you know totally fine, but. I think from our perspective, we're really looking forward to having another another big like multiplayer game to play. But this this showcase was just an abomination. It was just like the game just looks terrible. Oh my god! And uh, like it, it just looks like it's from one or two generations ago. And then, uh, so you know, that's like that's on the game. And then from IGN's perspective, like whoever was playing the game like i think it, it kind of seems like it was the first time they've ever played like an <laughs> fps game in their entire life and then also the way that it was like edited it was just, just jumping around and cutting randomly and and whatever so when you when you watch this trailer you're like what the hell am i even looking at and oh, like wow. this is like doesn't look doesn't look good so so yeah people have been like disliking it and commenting about this video so um so i don't know like it's it's kind of hard to know for sure whether that's just like an ign thing or if like that's actually the game uh but yeah it was kind of like disconnected from like all the other impressions that we've been seeing with the single player experience so so just trying to think optimistically my hope is that's more an ign the game's actually still going to be good from a multiplayer perspective we just need to get like more more impressions and more um reviews out there so well yeah kind of kind of weird because it was like definitely like a bit of a 180 and a pretty from everything short else, time, you know yeah. like there was like in the last like six or seven days i feel like we've been hearing pretty mixed things single player versus multiplayer yeah that's definitely something uh it's a it's a harsh take just obviously my whole outlook for it and the reason that like you said we've been looking forward to it is the multiplayer aspect of it and in the back of my mind, without seeing any previews or anything like that, I've always I'm always been thinking that it's going to be something like uh, uh, Left 4 Dead in terms of the fun and getting your groups together and all that stuff. But obviously, because it's a different generation of consoles and, and all that stuff, that it would look better. But definitely hearing that and, you know, I'm going to do some research and look into it because I do want to play it. But if it's that bad, I might just wait it out, which obviously, like, that's not what I was looking forward to. I wanted to have a, a new multiplayer experience that's also story driven to to have with some friends, because we all know that the Halo uh, experiment failed, and that I mean the campaign is still there, but it's not something that <laughs> I mean bar- barely. Yeah, it's not something that we still want to go back to, and and we've been looking for that. We do play uh, Fortnite and Rocket League and all that stuff, but I think we have been missing something where it's like a full multiplayer campaign where every, where at least uh, three or four people can get into it and kind of experience it and, and go through it together. And it is sad. Obviously, Microsoft has been banking on this for a while um, with the reports of 
of um, them be, there being like a, a PlayStation version that got scrapped at the end once the the acquisition of, of Bethesda went through and all that stuff. It does kind of shine a bright light on like, are these things going to be successful? Is Microsoft going to have to go back to offering these type of games in different platforms because it's not working just having it on Xbox? It is kind of weird um, after seeing those reports and stuff like that. Um, do you think this will change course for any future games where it's like, oh, it, we need it to be another platform to succeed or or not? No, I don't think so. I think that if anything, I mean, this is all just speculation, but I think Arcane, their bread and butter is more single player games. So I'm just guessing that, you know, if this is like their first big like swing at a multiplayer title, maybe they got some some more work to be done in terms of like figuring out how to actually do that well. Uh, so it could be that it also literally could just be IGN created the worst possible yeah. content <laughs> to like show, showcase this. So there's, there's part of me that's like, again, trying to be optimistic once there's like more content out there in terms of the multiplayer experience, maybe it's actually like not so bad, but, um, but I wouldn't be surprised again if, if Arcane's having, you know, it's kind of their first, first run at this type of experience. So I think it's more, studio centric versus some like bigger problem at, at Microsoft with this stuff. Well, the other thing you got to think about too, is like, like you said that arcane is more single player uh, focus in terms of all the games that they publish and they're kind of known for. And I feel like with this one, even though there's different characters with different powers that you play as, I do feel like from what you've been telling me from all the videos you've seen and all that stuff, the single player aspect of it works great. It's just when you kind of get into multiplayer, so it does kind of make me want to think like, hey, was this originally supposed to be a single player game that you played as different characters? And then they were like, we need to make this multiplayer to have more people buy it or whatever, or to appease the, the new type of games that people want. And that kind of fucked up the whole thing. Or was it always single player? I don't, I don't know. Like, I think we were led to believe that this was a multiplayer first title, yeah. at least in terms of when they first showcased it. And I think a lot of people uh, probably had a similar response to us. We're like, oh, it's it's Left 4 Dead. It's Back for Blood. It's, you know, it's like that yeah. type of game, but with vampires. Um, so a lot of the recent impressions, I think people have been surprised, like how deep and good this, the single player is. So. So that's kind of interesting, right? It's like why, why was it almost positioned as a, like a multiplayer first game when, when one aspect it, of it, it is kinda, looks it kind of seems like it's the other way around in yeah. reality. So, only know. time will tell. So yeah. we'll we'll see. The game uh, comes out in the first couple of weeks of free on Game Pass. So I'll be playing it day one. Yeah, let me know how it is. <laughs> I might buy it. I might, you might need to buy it. Yeah. yeah, my Game Pass stance is still. I'm not getting it. <laughs> I gave you a three month code. I have a three-month code. You have a three-month yeah, code. Oh, so, yeah, you were also giving away a three-month code. Yeah. Okay. So let me know if it's good. If it's if it's worth it, I don't mind spending uh, the 50, 60 bucks or whatever and purchasing it because I'll definitely play it. But that's why I have you. So you could try out my Game Pass games and then let me know. <laughs> it's actually pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated. Like I said, it's something that we've been looking forward to for a while as like a brand new game night game that we wanted to experience together with, with the group, with the Discord. And it is kind of sad that so close to the release that we're seeing such negative kind of press on it or, you know. But at least, if anything, it's going to be a solid single-player game. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, next thing we want to talk about is the rumored PlayStation Portable. So obviously, uh, if you've been on the internet recently, you've been hearing a lot of rumors that Sony, especially with the release of the Steam Deck and how popular the Switch is and the next model coming out and all these type of portable devices, and Sony already having having had a portable device with the PSP and the PS Vita, um, that they might want to get back into the portable market. And with the PSVR 2 not doing so well or just something like that, there are rumors that Sony is working on a portable device, but not necessarily kind of the one that everybody's kind of been thinking about. It's more going to be like a share play. What's, what is it? Remote play. Uh, remote play. Uh, the remote play, how you can play whatever you have on, on your PlayStation 5 or 4 and have it streamed out to your portable device. I don't. I don't know about these rumors. I mean, I know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm more confident that they are working on something because even though the PS Vita was a, ahead of its time, the PSP was ahead of its time, I think. It wasn't as attractive. It also obviously cost a lot more money as well. It didn't have the software like the, the DS and the Game Boy had to kind of push it forward. Um, I think it was definitely more popular in Japan with, with a lot of commuters. Um, but I think in terms of uh, the game share, I think they 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 are focusing on something where you can play full games. Uh, we can see what the Steam Deck does. It's definitely doable. Where you have these high-powered games working on a device, and to put Sony Spin and design on it, I think they would do a great job. I'm hoping it's it's more where it's a dedicated device. They put a lot of work into it, and it's not just something where like, hey, I have my PlayStation Five and I want to take the games on the road type of thing. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm I'm excited by Sony getting back into the portable portable system business because I just have generally liked all of their portable systems. I if it's streaming only, so if you have to have either a PS4 or a PS5 and you can only remote play on the device, I feel like that's not what anyone wants <laughs> like like and i'd be curious you could, you could also just do that already on you your, can already on your laptop you can already do that you can get um i don't know if you've heard of this device called the backbone but it's basically like a controller oh, yeah. where you put, you put phone, right? yeah you like wrap it around your phone um they even have like a a playstation branded backbone that you can get so so to me it's like for people who actually want that specific uh you know, utility, like they can kind of already do that. So it's not clear what Sony would be doing. That's, Different. you know, better, better yeah. than that. Um, maybe there's like some ergonomic, I, I don't know, like it'd, it'd be a stretch. Maybe the screen is better. Uh, it, it'd be tough, but I would guess like Sony would be charging a lot of money for a device with a pretty narrow use case. And the always on internet is just like, a complete no-go for me and I think for probably a lot of people who are interested in the portability of it and being able to use it like on, you know, planes or trains or, you know, wherever where you might have either no or spotty internet connections. So, so no, that that's kind of the, the challenge, right, is from Sony's perspective, do they just have it be like a an extension of the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 with this like remote play device or is it some other standalone portable device uh, that has its own 
you know, kind of like hardware and, and it's its own platform basically. And developers need to create titles specifically for that platform. And so that's like a whole other can of worms. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's tough. Like, I don't, I don't think they could cram a PS4, PS5 hardware into like that portable reform factor. Um, but that's kind of like what I would need to see in a, in a portable device is like having some ability to be able to play stuff offline. Yeah. And if that's like not, if that's not ever an option, then like there's just no way I'm ever going to buy that device. And I think we've, we've seen that already with, um, Logitech has a, you know, cloud only streaming, you know, portable streaming device, which I haven't seen specific numbers, but I think it's basically been a complete bomb. Uh, it's not inexpensive. Like I think it's like a couple hundred dollars yeah, so like at that point. It's like, yeah. So it's like, well, <laughs> like why, why would you do that? Like you might as well just get like a switch at that point and have access to li- libraries. So, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting rumor. Um, well, it's an interesting rumor because it, I think it is more plausible where it, it, it will actually happen. One thing I do uh, defer from you and, and I see differently is that I think it is doable. I mean, obviously, you have games uh, that work for PS4, like God of War, Horizon, Days Gone, that are available on PC, but they also work on the Steam Deck, which is, is basically an essential PC device that, that you know, you're able to play that. So if they already have that, I think they're not too far off in terms of making all these uh, PS5 exclusive games that will be portable. Obviously, it will take a lot of resources and stuff like that. And with rumors of maybe like a, a PS5 Pro or, or Refresh or anything like that, um, and, and then you don't know what they're doing, what their focus is for the future, if they, if they want to focus on VR, if they want to go portable, if, they, if they're moving on to the PS6 and they just want to do a refresh for the middle of the cycle or something like that. But I think it is doable, honestly, especially having a PC now. I don't play my PS5 as much as I used to. One is the lack of titles that are just PlayStation exclusive where I could just get it on PC, um, which obviously with, with the coming year, it's going to change with the Final Fantasies and, and stuff like that that will be available exclusively on PS5. So uh, I'll get to play it more. But I think just the availability of that, and we've seen with the, well, we both that have a Steam Deck, we've seen where it's like definitely easier to just be on your couch and have your uh, catalog without having to to connect it to the TV, without having to take up take up the TV space and and using it on the TV and how convenient and stuff like that it is, and you kind of spend more time with it. But on the technical aspect of it, I think they're there. Is just obviously you don't want to launch something and it not be a hundred percent right. Um, and it would be hard to take from the Nintendo market, obviously, with, with Nintendo. <clears throat> yeah, might be coming out with a Switch 2 next year. The big difference is with a Steam Deck, if you have a Steam Deck, you get access to the PC library. With the Sony Portable, that's the, that's the question mark, right? It's like, do you yeah. still need to have a PS4 or a PS5 yeah. to be able to get access to the library? If the answer is yes, I feel like that's like a... Comp- a very specific machine with like a pretty narrow use case. Um, If they can actually figure out a way for you to play games, uh, either without having a console, like that, like the actual unit has some hardware to be able to, you know, render games in in real time on it. Like that would be 
I think it's possible. It's just the rumors haven't suggested like that's the direction they're going. But to me, like I'm way more interested in in that versus like again, kind of this like cloud only thing where you need to have you need to already be in the the PlayStation ecosystem. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Like I can totally see them going away from the cloud only thing just because, and even those, uh, their PlayStation Plus offerings and uh, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Extra, PlayStation Premium, whatever the names are, those offerings are definitely cloud based. Essential, yeah, yeah. There's so many essential. Uh, what's premium? I think it's premium, essential, and plus, or or Pre- extra, whatever the yeah. the names are for them. <laughs> I think because they're pushing towards that, I can see something like that working. Um, but like you said, it as long as it's not always online, which is has been a, a big crux for the gaming industry ever since. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft tried it out with the Xbox One when they announced it, saying that a lot of their titles needed to always be online, and they kind of walked it back. And we, we see it right now in this day and age. We have the Suicide Squad coming out that's they're saying is going to be always online. Redfall is always online, which they're also trying to kind of walk back and, and patch it up so it's not always uh, online. I think if, if they can offer everything that they have with PlayStation with the PlayStation Plus catalog or whatever, because at the end of the day, that's what gamers want. They want the catalog. They want to be able to play all these fantastic games that have been out for the system for a while. They just don't want to be beholden to having to have an internet connection. If they can do something like that, I think it'll work. And I think Sony knows that because they've kind of been very perceptive to what gamers want, in a sense. I know they always kind of fuck it up every now and then, as you can see with the whole Activision Call of Duty thing. Um uh lawsuit and all that but they do kind of get the environment of gamers where it's like hey we're not gonna buy this if it's always online so it's it's good that these rumors are out there obviously it's something that has been kind of simmering in the back because there's been rumors for a while but people are talking about it sony's gonna hear about it and then they're gonna make the changes that they need to to kind of make it successful people want psv to two I mean, the, que- the question is, does that mean that there's, if that happens, do developers need to create specific titles for that platform? Or is it just, no, is I think, there a way for it to be basically be able to play? I think we're in a day and PS4 age. And PS5 games. Yeah. I think we're in a day and age where it's not one for one, where like, yeah, you're going to have this portable that's just like the PlayStation 5 is just portable. But it's good enough where you can get kind of the same experience. Because that was the difference about the PSP. It's that in the PS Vita that you could get a different experience and there was certain titles that were only exclusive to it. So, but we'll see. Like I said, it's rumors, um, but it's rumors that, you know, have been circulating for a while. And it is something that kind of like, I think everybody expects. So there's, you know. I love portables. <laughs> hey man, we're, we live in one of the- Steam Deck. Analog pocket. We're one of the. We live in one of the biggest cities that has public transportation, so it's a big part of our life. So yeah. definitely, we'd we'd be in on it. Yeah. Um. All right. Next thing we want to talk about is movies. Uh. One is a Street Fighter movie, and then two is a Super Mario movie. So uh, Legendary recently announced that they got the rights to the Street Fighter movie. Uh. Obviously, there's only been one. Well, one live action Street Fighter. One movie. live action, and then I think so several, couple, yeah, animated several movies, right? animated yeah. ones, and a couple shorts and stuff like that. But uh, Legendary has acquired the rights to Street Fighter. 
obviously with the resurgence of uh, fighting games and the fighting game community and how hyped everything is and with the competition in esports and all that, and then Street Fighter being such a popular franchise, and you can see kind of Capcom pushing that with the new characters that they're promoting, like Jamie and, and Luke and uh, Kimberly and Jury and all that stuff. Um, they kind of want a new generation of gamers to kind of uh, move, move forward on, on Street Fighter. And Legendary is one of the biggest studios that I, I say has worked with these type of, of entertainment uh, IPs because uh, they're the ones that did Godzilla. They're the ones that did Pacific Rim and stuff like that so they're they're known to take these franchises that are kind of multimedia popular and and bring them to the forefront um i'm super excited for this obviously i'm i'm a big fan of the original street fighter which which, i didn't know until today yeah it's 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 a hard thing to say but i'm more of a fan not because the it doesn't hold true to to the the lore and the story of the original, but just because of how wacky it is, you have John Claude Van Damme, an Austrian, playing a um, a an, an American uh, uh, military uh, Air Force guy, which is totally weird. And he's trying to his best American accent. You have Ken and Ryu, who played uh, just kind of like these two young weird kids, even it's though a couple wild and crazy yeah, guys, wild and crazy guys, <laughs> even though we know they're like the the cornerstone of the franchise. Yeah. You have uh, Kylie Minogue playing Cammy for some reason. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that was just an incredible yeah. casting choice. Yeah, so it like uh, it, it's it's a very funny movie and and uh, very nostalgic for me just because uh, I watched it when I was young and I thought it was oh shit it's Street Fighter <laughs> in 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 movie form so it's kind of weird but I'm excited for it I'm excited we were kind of talking about it uh, trying to see like. Are they going to go super beefy buff guys and, and girls fighting it out? Or are they going to kind of go for the a good story and, and, and be faithful to, to the lore as opposed to like muscles, muscles, muscles? Um, so we'll, we'll see on that. And then uh, the other one is Super Mario. So Super Mario movie uh, came out this weekend, this holiday weekend. Um, and it's been doing gangbusters. Uh, I think it's already surpassed uh, the first Sonic uh in terms of revenue and it's about to pass the second sonic in terms of uh revenue for one an animated movie and two a video game movie uh obviously we knew mario was going to be popular it's not aimed at us even though we're still probably going to watch it eventually uh just because i think it's the demographic is for the younger kids and all that stuff but it's still a video game movie and i think we're we're very uh beholden to supporting the video game industry so i'm excited to see that at some point it's good to see all these uh, studios kind of putting more of a trust and faith in, in these video game adaptations and IPs and stuff like that. And I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see that they're working on this. And I'm excited to see what the future holds of what titles they're going to kind of convert as long as they do ju- uh, right by it. What are your thoughts on, on these announcements and news about video games? Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I think this, going back to the Street Fighter one. I think that's actually, I think that's cool that Legendary is doing it. I think they have a good good track record with these types of properties, whether it's from, you know, games or comics or or other things in, in pop cultures. So I like that. I like that studio. And then I think Street Fighter 6 is actually, so that comes out in June. I think it's going to be just like a huge success. Like the game is just incredible. I think it's going to do a lot of good. 
a lot of good work with actually bringing in more people into like fighting games. And so I think the movie is going to be pretty far out. You know, it's going to be probably two to three years away, if not, if not further. But um, I feel like with Street Fighter Six being kind of the the foundation for that, I think there could be a lot of exciting things they could do with that movie. So, so yeah, that was a super cool announcement. Um, with the Mario Brothers movie, yeah, like it's 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 a kids movie. I'm gonna I didn't feel obligated to go watch it in theaters, but uh, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm just gonna just t- take my time. Um, I haven't followed the numbers that closely, but I think I was I was seeing some stuff that it's like the biggest ever animated yeah. for animated movies. It's like the biggest ever opening, beat, or it's like it's like on pace to be the biggest. It beat ever. Frozen, which you know, like <laughs> yeah, if so, you know anything, you know Frozen was so, a, a thing. I mean that you know I, I I knew it was gonna do good, but I didn't. I I wouldn't have predicted that it was gonna be like the biggest ever, you know, animated movie, but. Um, but no, I think that's exciting. I mean, it's pretty pretty crazy year, right? Where you know, one of if not the biggest movie of the year is so far is an adaptation of a video game, and then one of the biggest, if not the biggest, like TV show of the year so far is another video game adaptation through through The Last of Us. So. That's interesting. Yeah, so then, I feel like we're in a in a really good time of people are starting to crack the code on video game adaptations. Yeah, and if you've been following the the podcast, obviously you know we've talked about every time uh, some sort of adaptation comes on the on the news about like a movie or a, a show that's going to be based on a video game, or is up at the forefront because. We do like these stories. We do like these characters. And obviously, the more we can see them in different types of media, the more we're going to support it. And the good thing is that we've kind of, I would say, caught up to the quality of it, where the games were always good and then the adaptations were shitty. But now I feel like we're in a good video uh, medium where even if you're not a big gamer, you can still enjoy uh, the, the adaptation of it. Whereas mm-hmm. before... I was definitely like, oh, I know it sucks. I know the Assassin's Creed movie sucks, but I'm still going to watch it because I like Assassin's Creed type of thing. Was there an Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah. Michael Fassbender, you don't remember this? Oh, my God. <laughs> that, I, that, that came out? Yeah. <laughs> that came out. That was, yeah, that <laughs> was, it, how was it? <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I, no, I remember that because I'm a big Fassbender yeah. fan. Yeah. Uh, it okay. was bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Now we, we've oh my caught God. up. Video games, as always, should have been taken seriously, but now they're going to be taken more seriously because they they can uh, be put in other media and still do do really well and succeed. So, yes, finally, way to go, video games. Yeah, and uh, well, maybe we'll we'll do one episode where we can do like our dreamcasting for for these movies and stuff. That'd be funny. Um, the one thing with the Super Mario movie, I know. Uh, they've been doing like a bunch of press tour. I, I have seen that Jack Black is like really, really into it, which he loves it. Yeah. Which I'm happy about. He, he seems like a very energetic guy. He has his own YouTube channel where he does like a, a lot of videos and sings a lot. He's a, he's a musician after all. And there's a lot of things. He's very enthused. I don't know if I, I'm liking the energy from everybody else. I feel like Chris Pratt ever since the beginning, obviously we didn't think it was yeah, the best Mario. I think, I think they kind of. The the audience conditioned him to not not that to say that he would have like done it he totally would have done it like in a different way but I feel yeah. like maybe the audience out 
kind of outlash or backlash or whatever, like maybe didn't put him in the best, yeah, the best mood to participate in in press. Yeah, and the other yeah. guy is uh, Seth Rogen, who's been giving shit to. First of all, he gave shit to the original Super Mario movie with Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo, which I'm not gonna lie to you, maybe not the best movie, but Ten Year Old Hugo was like. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even, even even though now I'm older and I recognize how bad it was, I think I still enjoy it. Something like I, would, I wouldn't mind watching again. He said it was shit. And also he said the DK rap was shit. Yes, it was. But, you know, it's a fucking Donkey Kong rap. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think these, these actors, they, I, I feel like they should definitely get more people that are more enthused about the product. If they do it, you know, it, it kind of gives it more... Yeah, energy. and he, he, he even said stuff like, I'm literally not putting in any effort. It's just going to be exactly me talking. Yeah. And like, it's just my voice. And I'm like, okay, like, come on. I mean, we don't you expect could, you like, to be Donkey Kong, case. but just. Yeah, maybe that's the case, but like, can you pretend to be. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, interested in the project? I mean, I, we, we get show business, and you got to get these big A listers and, and, and stars to kind of like for some people to actually go and watch it, but. At the end of the day, I think some of these characters are powerful enough and popular enough where, like, it doesn't matter who you get. I think people still watch it. So hopefully in the future, whether it's animated or live action, they get people that uh, are really, really enjoy the characters and, and like the characters and want to do justice by them instead of, like, the big superstars that are in right now. So, all right. Um, and that's it for our news. Kind of. That's of, it? Yeah, man. Kind of like a, it's. It, it was a slow week. Damn. It'll pick up. It's good. I feel like it's going to be picking up, especially with Summer's Game Fest and all these good video games coming out in the next couple we're weeks. We're going to do a live stream for we We Summer will. Games we Fest? will. Okay. We will. Once we get the details on the big showcases, we'll, we'll set something up. You know, our good pressing buttons, uh, Twitch, Twitch Jeff channel. Jeff Keighley loves us. Yeah. He, we're, we're big he, buddies, he, man. He emails us all the time. Exactly. He's like, hey, you guys should live stream this <laughs> um but yeah we'll keep you guys updated on that whenever we get the info we definitely uh, enjoy doing those live streams and we want everybody to be a part of it um so we're gonna move on to some closing thoughts uh I'll, you want to start i want to start you know the answer to that question yeah, okay yeah. so i will okay. start <laughs> so i'm finishing up wulong i feel like i think i'm on the last mission uh i just finished up yesterday uh enjoying the game like i said before um we had this <laughs> it doesn't sound like you <laughs> well the, there's like a hint of like questioning yourself when you're like well i gotta enjoy, get enjoy, enjoying the game all right enjoying the game the reason i said it that way is because <laughs> it's a very good game but playing so many uh team ninja games i feel like they're all kind of the same at this point you yeah. just just set in different eras whereas Neo was set in in the Japan, uh, Japanese samurai era. This is more set in the what's that big Chinese war, the War of the Three Kingdoms or whatever. Like in that, if if everybody's familiar with it's the the War of the Three Kingdoms, these big historic uh, Chinese mythology and characters and stuff like that. So it's just Neo, but in China, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, you do have your powers and elements and. You, can call these different summon beasts like a tiger, a lion, a serpent, and all that stuff. Um, so I, I am enjoying the game. I think the game is good. It's definitely what I like about Team Ninja and, and what they've been doing after they kind of went into the Souls formula type thing. But 
the reason I said that uh, said it that way is because it is kind of like, oh, okay, it's it's a good game, but I didn't have anything to play, and I wanted a buffer before I started playing uh, Dead Space from playing Resident Evil, so mm. I needed a buffer. Can't go back to back horror back games. To back horror? Yeah, then you just you're not gonna can... sleep right. No, I'll sleep fine. I okay. just I just won't enjoy it. It's like okay, it's another horror game. So, but instead, you're just not enjoying another Souls game. But uh, semi, <laughs> semi not enjoying it. It's okay. all right. Um, other thing is uh, Spider Verse trailer. So we didn't really well. We we didn't have a podcast when when Spider uh, uh, Spider Verse came out. That is correct. The, the movie came. I mean, it came out several years ago. Yeah, right? five years like ago. Four, yeah, okay, four or five years, four ago. years ago. Um, so we didn't have a podcast. But if we did at that point, we would have. Uh, said a lot of praise for the movie because we both enjoyed it. Bob was having a good time down there. <laughs> saw, it, saw it in theaters yeah. twice. I only saw it in theater once, uh, and then I watched it like three times on TV. Uh, well, on, yeah, on streaming, count. not on TV. And then also, we when we were in Japan, there was like a a sound experience thing for Sony. Yeah, what was that? that yeah, was, it was just it was like, like you just speaker. Yeah, there was a specific part of the movie where you can experience the sound of it when he's when he's swinging through Queens. Uh, yeah, when it's like it's like snowing. Yeah, like snowing. Yeah. yeah, and you were able to experience that like in a sound because they were showing off their speakers, whatever. But the whole thing was that everything about the movie was great. The story was great. Fresh take. We hadn't seen Miles Morales done in any sort of uh, medium. Uh, besides the comics uh, on, on on movies or games or anything like that. So we really enjoyed it. And they just released the Spider-Verse trailer. And I think I've watched that thing like 15 times. Man. 15? Just, yeah, just kind of like uh, trying to I've seen it see twice. all the Spider-Man and see the whole thing and, yeah. and all that. And I know they're keeping a lot of it under wraps, obviously, because there's a part two to it. So it's Oh, that's it's, right. Yeah, they've already decided. They're yeah, going and it's going to be released next year. But if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I think it's definitely worth it. I feel like it tells a good story. The first one told a good story. This one's going to tell a good story. And one of the, my favorite things about Spider-Man is like when I watched the, the 90s cartoon, when they had the Spider-Verse saga. I don't know. If you, did you ever watch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when they had the Spider-Verse saga and seeing all the Spider-Man, that was pretty cool. And then to see it now in the movie and like, I would say like 200 more. I think they said it was like 200 or 230 different Spider-Man. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Um, so I can't wait to see it. I know it did like 148 million views in 48 hours. So it's oh, definitely yeah. one of those. It's like the biggest ever yeah. trailer, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's some data point out there. So, so yeah, go watch big. the Spider-Verse trailer. And uh, if you want to watch the Spider-Verse movie, we will be watching it. So if you live in New York City, come watch the Spider-Verse movie with the pressing button host. We're actually recording this podcast in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, Spider Man. That's right. That's Pe- why you moved. Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter that's Parker. Why you moved here. That's why I moved here. <laughs> I was moving here, and then like kind of like subsequently learned that, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's even yeah. more reason to move here. Sold. Yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead with your closing thoughts because we have one thing in common, so we'll we'll talk on that together. We do. Oh, Alistair. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we do. No, we, we don't have anything in common. We don't plan these things. <laughs> we don't have show notes. No. Uh, okay, so I'll start with the thing we don't have in common, right? Mercenaries. You yeah, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't played it. Yeah, so Resident Evil Four. I guess it was like a patch, but as part of that, um, 
some new content in this new game mode called Mercenaries, which was something that was in the original original version, but this is the up- upgraded version. It doesn't have every character, um, so it's I think it's a little bit more limited in terms of... It's a bit time-gated, I think. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to, you know, now that we live in this content-rich games-as-a-service world, I think they're trying to spread the content releases over over a period of time. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, three levels and four characters. Four characters, yeah. So yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's just you're just going around levels and shooting shit. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no there's no beating around the bush with with the game. But it's it's like it's a lot of fun. So I, I played it for a few hours. Uh, I guess this was yesterday. I or believe Tuesday? it came out on Thursday, like Thursday, a Thursday night, and then it no, this, rolled into okay, Friday. Okay, it yeah. was Friday. It was Friday. I didn't get into it until like, yeah. I guess this was yesterday. Yeah. Then. Jeez. Um, <laughs> you this definitely this game had got you hooked. This is the most I've seen you talk and replay and talk take, about a game. It's taken me over. Well, I, I kind of like intentionally stopped playing the game, knowing that yes. this DLC was around the corner. So, uh, but I've played. It's like a pretty short game, you know, mercenaries, and then also just like the actual the main, main game. game yeah. But like I've put in quite a bit of time into this. I've I've completed it twice, and then I've played mercenaries uh i'll probably play it like a few more times but i was able to get an s rank on on all the levels which it's not it's like not that hard like it's yeah. it's after you play it a couple times you'll probably figure out i mean to, but also it's not something you were like before you were like oh, i'm gonna try and get an s rank yeah 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 um but it's super fun I'm i'm looking forward to them going deeper with that to you know more characters more ways of playing it's pretty limited right now where it's like you play the level and you either you either just die or you Finish. kill everyone or you know so i think there's other other kind of modes that they can create within within those levels i think adding co-op would be a ton of fun um so i wouldn't be surprised again if they go deeper with with this kind of mode whether it's i don't know if it's like its own standalone you know game as a service yeah. but um I'm I'm expecting to see more from this because I think everyone, like everyone, loves it and they get hooked on it and and just want more. So, so I've have I've had a good time with that. I did. Oh yeah, and then like maybe the one PSA is if you have the game, uh, I think you just have to beat each level once. Uh, each level once with an S rank, and then that unlocks the hand cannon. Oh for for the main game yeah i already thought i had a hand cannon but i didn't i just had the revolver like the big yeah yeah so that i think i think the hand cannon is kind of like the main unlockable from playing this i think it's definitely worth it just to do that uh and then if you get the hand cannon and you have a one of the like upgrade tickets you get unlimited ammo Oof. For for the hand cannon, that like upgrade is unlimited ammo, which magnum ammo is hard to come by. <laughs> yeah, so if you go blasting in there. If you're a magnum magnum player, like that's definitely the path to go. So uh but yeah, had had a good time with that. Um I think that's probably it actually for I didn't yes. play that many games this yeah. week. Yeah, I was really just kind of waiting for for that to come out. And then the thing that we had in common was outlaw star outlaw star baby and i don't 
why were we even talking about this? Like I, this was like a few weeks back. I think we, we just started randomly talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think we started talking about the, the tsunami. We started oh, talking about like okay. the, the tsunami blocks and the animes that they had and all that stuff, and you know, uh, it being in the nineties and and two thousands, and what we enjoyed out of it, and the animes that you know have been with us forever, like Cowboy Bebop, uh, Gundam, and obviously I Love Star, Big O, and all that stuff. I think we. We settled on on a la star where we're like, oh shit, I haven't we haven't seen those in a while, and then you started watching it, yeah, and then I finished it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've just been kind of chipping away at that over the last several weeks. It's just fun, yeah. So I don't even know how old I was, but like whenever tsunami was a thing, um, I think it was basically just Cowboy Bebop and a la star. I think those are the only anime I've ever owned on DVD. Oh, nice. So just to give you a sense of like how in, into that show I was yeah. like growing up. So yeah, I think maybe it was more of like a nostalgia kick where I'm like, oh, let me just kind of check out the, I probably haven't watched the show in like 15 years yeah. or 20. Like, I don't even. That was the main thing too. I don't like, even know. Like Cowboy Bebop, I do watch it every couple of years. I've, but I've definitely watched that. For yeah. some reason, yeah. it's like. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Cowboy Bebop's maybe more more of like a highbrow yeah. anime, and then All Star is more of like the just Michael Bay of, of <laughs> just yeah, just outlawing, just shooting shit, shooting shit, oh, yeah, doing bounties, scumbagging around, um, mostly female crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was just like a fun. It was a fun show, and it actually holds up. And again, this could be like the nostalgia talking, but. Yeah. I had a I had a great time watching it. It's just like a dumb, fun action show. Yeah. There's like a two or three episodes that are very clearly filler episodes. Um, but other than that, it was just a, it was just like a fun time. Yeah. So, and we discussed this earlier, which is, um, and and for me, my opinion is like this is one of the few anime shows where like I can listen to the whole intro or or just like oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not mind it and skip it and the outro as well. Uh, not because it's in in a different language, but just because like I, I feel like I understand it even if it's in a different language. I like get super hype <laughs> intro. It's intro. one of the most hype intros for sure. Yeah. Even and, even the music and the like the music's actually yeah. really good. I mean, there's maybe some some spotty tracks, but there's definitely some hype action sequences yeah. with really good music. So and then the outro mellows you out with like a soft yeah melody. So yeah. I mean, I it, I'm surprised. Like there hasn't been anything like, hey, let's do a remake or something, or let's let's release more content. But I lost star, man. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. And if you have, tell us how much you love it, because we definitely. I'm, I'm damn. I was ashamed of myself that I hadn't seen this in years, in like ten years too. So, I'm and glad. I I assumed it was gonna be bad, just because yeah. a lot of shows you watch growing up, if you go back and rewatch them, you're just like, this is. Yeah. This was not good, but as a ten year old it was fine. Yeah. But uh this but, this whole, I think it holds yeah. up pretty well. It's some good fucking space fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so definitely check it out if you haven't. Um nine episodes in. I think it's like twenty six episodes. Twenty four, twenty six, one of those two. Twenty six, yeah. Yeah. So uh I'm probably gonna finish it up during this week. So, you know, it's a good reminder. We just wanted to remind everybody because we enjoy the show so much and I and you know, we have the we have a good taste, I think, in anime. Like picking the I think ones. you're you're 
more of an anime guy than me. Like to me, it's well, I'm more of a manga guy. More of a manga. Okay. And then I do watch certain animes because I like I usually read the manga of it. But if there's no manga of it, I'll I'll find like a good yeah. You know, I can't line story. You know, I can't read. I don't read good. Only even Berserk. if even if manga has ten words a page, yeah. it's still... only Berserk. Berserk is like the only one that I think you read. <laughs> I tried. I was too many words. <laughs> too many words. <laughs> and that says a lot about yeah, Berserk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I've only. Maybe like a handful of anime series, and then basically like all the Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, but other than like I don't really. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm the opposite. I'm like a big manga guy, and then if there's an anime, and I feel like I do want to see the action in animation, I'll 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 see it. Or if it's a standalone when they don't even have a manga, like Alastar had a manga, but I've never read the Alastar manga. I didn't even realize it had a manga until afterwards. Same thing with Cowboy Bebop and stuff like yeah. that. It's still a good anime watch. Um, and then I see you also had The Mandalorian. You want to talk about The Mandalorian? Mm. No. Do I want to talk about that? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of upsetting. That's, that's, <laughs> so, that's why I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting until yeah, all the episodes wait. are released. I feel like if I've been wa- I would be as upset as everybody is on the internet if I was watching it. Yeah. Every I just, I've heard it's gotten like so upsetting with people where like, I felt like I had to catch up just to, oh, just to almost like get it out of the way. I don't know it's like a hard because I was doing the same thing as you because I was like I saw the first episode. I don't know. I got up to the quote like Andor episode, which is like I think maybe the third one. Yeah, okay, yeah. The one where it's, yeah. Like, it, it's like there's like a whole side thing with like the scientist guy or whatever, and I'm like I. So once that episode happened, I like paused and then I think it's only maybe been like two or three episodes since that one. Uh, but there's just been like a lot of chatter around what's going on with the show. So I was like, hey, let me just gotta catch up and yeah. see what's going on. And yeah, there's been there's been like a few a few good moments, but I feel like the this season is definitely like a big downgrade. Um, well, that's rough. Yeah, it's just. It's it's hard to describe, but it's just kind of like all over the place. Like the most recent recent episode, it's got like all these like I I did see that on the internet. Crazy so. cameo, no, yeah, no spoilers, it's, but there's like, some cameo. It's there. like okay, like is that what the show is going to become? Where like they have <laughs> just <laughs> because it's not like a real show anymore. It's like oh, this is good. well, it's not too far from Star Wars because even in the movies they had a lot of people that. Just want to be stormtroopers and stuff. So yeah, maybe. I don't but you know, didn't get so. to see their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's kind of a bummer because I was. Um, it's one of your favorites. Yeah, I was like, I, was, I loved like the first you know couple seasons, and then I thought it was weird. Like the book of Boba Fett was weird because it started out as Boba a Boba Fett, Fett show, and then Boba. it kind of converts to like a really good Mandalorian show, and then I feel like it's just been kind of on a downward trend since, since then so well also it's gonna be weird because you know star wars celebration has been going on this this weekend and dave filoni was saying that they're kind of making the show they're taking away from it being about this one mandalorian and it's gonna be about mandalorians as a whole so that's gonna be weird uh how they're gonna wrap that up it's kind of like the uh it's like the last samurai conundrum yeah it's like is it singular or plural yeah so, <laughs> like are you talking about 
Tom Cruise, or are you talking about the one the white guy? <laughs> yeah. The one white guy yeah. and all these yeah. Japanese samurai. Yeah. Or are you talking about like the collective yeah. samurai? So yeah, I've seen some of that chatter as well, where people are like, "Oh yeah. well, J.K. It's not just Dinjarin. It it could be you know all all of the Mandalorian." So well, like you said, it's it's the hard part, and that's why I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like I'll, I'll wait till the whole season's over because I'm I'm in no rush to watch it, but I think. Maybe it'll make more sense when it's a whole season. When it's a whole season watch as opposed to like no, every... There's no way. They're not... Not that it makes sense. They're not, but making, like, they're not making sense all right, season. So dude, not making all, sense, but just a more enjoyable watch. And you know what that means. That means you should just watch Andor, like I've been telling you since... Maybe I will watch Andor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Get, get your Star Wars fix through Andor. No, I've been getting my Star Wars fix through watching Outlaw Star. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I've been... All that stuff coming out of uh, Star Wars... Uh, Whatever. Um, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the announcement. I, I didn't even. I actually, no, I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, do we put that on, on the, the agenda? Yeah. And then I'm like, I literally don't want to talk about any of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like, like we talk about it, but I'm just saying, like, you know, if, for any of our listeners and, and, and viewers that do watch Star Wars, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the story is. I don't know how they're Ray, trying to... Ray's back. Ray's back. Which uh, I thought she like hated Star Wars, but yeah. I guess... Well, um, I, I think I'm okay with that just because they need to... Uh, the Last Jedi was my favorite of the new ones just because they shit on everything that was old and was like, fuck these old people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do something new. But I know that's a very controversial topic. But um, yeah, it's just... I don't know what the timeline is. I don't know. I don't even know what time Grogu and the Mandalorian are in, and then what well, they're, they're, they're new they people. have. They have like an infographic of the timeline now. Well, it, they I should didn't... do a better job where I don't have to look at an infographic. Yeah, and then they're also doing like the High Republic stuff and all that. So it's it's all over the place. And then you got the Jedi uh, Survivor coming out soon, and that's gonna be in a whole other timeline. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all over the place. I agree. It kind of turned into a closing thought about Star Wars. But, all right. <laughs> that does it for us. And Boba, who's been here, who's been chilling. Boba, say hi to everybody. Hey, Boba. Can you get up? Up. There you go. Oh, my God. You got up. There you hey, go. Buddy. For hey, those man. video watchers, we got uh, one of the, hey, the co-stars of the show. One of the nothing but fur hosts, Boba. All right. And that's going to be it for us. Make sure you guys follow us on our uh, Discord. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Thanks for joining us. I'm Hugo. Bye. I'm Nick. Later. Thanks for joining us on episode 59 of Pressing Buttons. The show is produced and edited by Nick and myself. Our awesome music is composed by Layla and our show is done by Deepaz Design. Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.